This is The Uncomfortable Truth. I'm Alan Weiss. Welcome back. Today's podcast is Nominate This, or another way of looking at it, Debates Don't Matter. You know, elections reinforce how heinous politicians can be, regardless of their party. They don't answer yes or no questions. They chime in with some long exegesis about something else because they don't want to be on the record with yes or no. They misspeak, they say, and they make clarifications. It's all double talk. It's bloviation. And this is because they basically want to get elected. The issues aren't, well, the issue. They just want to get into office. They continue to be paid when the government shuts down. They can use the money they raise for other ventures. There's a mayor up here in Fall River, Massachusetts, who was arrested, recalled from office, then elected again in the same recall election, and now arrested again by the FBI. He's guilty as sin, but clings to office. The Lion of the Senate, Ted Kennedy. I ran into dead drunk in Nantucket. The Lion of the Senate. The mayor of Providence has a girlfriend, then had a baby, then got engaged, and finally got married. That's his role model for people. He wants to buy a worthless railroad bridge and stop chartered schools, while the Providence schools had to be taken over by the state, and he can't keep the streets clear of snow. Mayor of Providence. The candidates are more concerned with others' negatives than their own positives, assuming they have any. They arm themselves with the equivalent of roadside bombs in these debates. Remember, I knew Jack Kennedy and you're no Jack Kennedy. Reagan said, I won't make an issue of his callous youth, talking about his opponent when Reagan was well in his 70s. The pandering's outrageous to every interest group and grievance committee in the world. Politics are transparently about personal power. Have you ever tried to get a response from your representative or senator? At best, you'll hear from some junior staffer. But just before the elections, you receive a one-time personal, I just made air quotes, personal newsletter and a solicitation for your vote, as though you're an idiot. Matt Brown was elected state treasurer here. He had to drop out of a gubernatorial race because he violated campaign laws egregiously, the financing laws. He first asked that we allow him to keep our donations to pay his legal bills, and then he ran again years later for governor as an independent reformer. He didn't make it. The politicians with family money who have never worked a day in their lives are those who most want to raise the taxes of everyone else to redistribute truly earned wealth. How do you brazenly look at an interviewer, an audience, a camera, and egregiously refuse to answer the question, but instead avoid it, reflecting complete disregard for other people's intelligence? Kamala Harris told Joe Biden she didn't think he was a racist and then proceeded to show that he was. He served eight years as Obama's vice president. Was Obama harboring a racist? in the next in line for the presidency. You can't win an election merely by being anti-Trump. You have to stand for something. A platform offering tuition forgiveness, free health care, open borders, reparations, higher taxes to redistribute income, including, including this crazy idea of a tax on assets, meaning a taxing the retirement savings that people laboriously created, will not win. 
Why not? Because most people don't believe in that. Finding enemies is just superficial. But trying to take your ball and go home is juvenile. Sheldon Whitehouse, our empty suit senator up here, wants to enlarge the courts. Others want to eliminate the Electoral College. This is moronically simplistic. They want to do it because they lost. After bashing their rivals, the candidates will then do backflips and arabesques to support them in order to find some potential place in case they win in their administrations. That's why it's about power, not principle, advantage, not advocacy. It's a shame when you can't trust your politicians, but they brought it on themselves, right? You know, most people don't make up their minds and are really into confirmation bias. That's why debates don't sway anyone. The debate's usually anti-something, but not with pragmatic new solutions. How are they going to fund it? It's always by, quote-unquote, cleaning up the waste. We're going to clear up the corruption. We're going to empty the swamp. The moderators are always weak and or self-centered. Remember Megyn Kelly? It was all about her. They don't enforce time limits. They don't demand the actual question be answered. They're helpless. How about Megyn Kelly today? Big contract from NBC. Bye-bye, baby. She's gone. All smoke and mirrors and makeup and hair. The audience is biased. Why have a live audience at all in a debate? Why do you need people in the seats? There's always a scapegoat to go after. And most positions are mutually exclusive. Improve social services, decrease the size of government, increase military spending, reduce taxes. Many other facts are simply wrong. The format of debates is insanely poor for determining who the truly best candidate is. And people have become one-issue voters anyway. They vote for their agenda and not a candidate. Where do you stand on abortion? Where do you stand on gun control? The discussions too often ad hominem. You're a racist. You're too old. You're out of touch. But polls show no important movement after these debates. Sound bites are simply practice, and they sound it. Several people on the stage don't really matter, and they merely suck up time and divert attention. I think at this rate, we're going to have to see a legitimate third party emerge and give independence and marginal main party people an option. I think it will be funded and it's finally going to come to pass. It can't be based on some billionaire with a huge ego or some single issue. There will be need for government funding and equal access. PACs, political action committees, are going to have to be eliminated. Robocalls have to be eliminated. Phony surveys have to be eliminated. The popular vote doesn't determine the winner in this system. Get used to it. That's why they drew it up and it works. If not for the Electoral College, a few populous wealthy counties around L.A. and New York would decide the election. Are these really the people we want deciding who's in charge of our national government? You can't just take your ball and go home. You can't enlarge the Supreme Court or do away with the Electoral College. But then again, we all get the kind of government we deserve, don't we? That is the uncomfortable truth.